Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence just being. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. The world around us is always seeming to be running at a very busy pace. Start each day with an intentional pause long enough to just be and feel how you want to pace your own day being truly alive. Stop and ask yourself questions. Pause and listen to what comes up as an answer from your inner being, waiting anxiously to be like a kid in a recessed playground scene. Be present in the world around you. Become aware and take notice of the details and respond with being in the here and now. Allow yourself whatever time it takes to do this, to let yourself learn to stop and to use all of your senses as you are practicing just being. When I open my eyes, I see love all around me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I feel truly connected. And when I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. I find this inner journey path opening and clear of being to being with mindful peace, just being me. It's interesting, um, Lao Tzu said, if you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. So, have you ever heard someone trying to play an instrument where the vibrating sound was just a bit out of tune? It is hard to listen to because these shared notes are out of alignment in the music scale. As a human being, we are each like a mobile vibrating instrument that can easily get out of balance. There are a lot of invitations presented to us each day enticing us to respond quickly. These responses can be out of tune as you make verbal comments to other aggressive behavior drivers. And if you fill your thoughts with disturbing images or news, ultimately where we are our own well-being energy tuner, keeping ourselves in balance as we reharmonize and recalibrate our personal energy instrument. According to a clinical um, psychologist, Ryan Howe, well-being is associated with balance understanding, acceptance, and constant growth. There are a lot of different things that um, we can actually look at and have in our toolbox to flourish and bolster our own well-being. What we want to do is we can uh, accept our own emotions. And how said, some would argue that most of our physical, mental, and relational problems come from our inability to inadequately experience emotions. We deny and bury, project, rationalize, 
medicate, drink it away, smother in comfort food or sleep it off, sweat out and basically sweep under the rug our sadness, our anger and our fear. Some people spend more energy on avoiding their emotions than others do to actually feeling them, he said. So the key is to give yourself unconditional permission to feel your feelings. He also made a comment, when you feel safe enough to let your guard down, whether that's alone or with someone you trust, you can focus on the situation, fully experience the feelings, and may then be able to better understand why it hurts and what you want to do about the situation. There are a lot of negative feelings and emotions, and uh, some of us tend to emotionally um, dwell on them or be rattled by them. Um, It shows that uh, there's a lot of research that has been shown that people that write down their deepest emotions are less depressed and more positive about life than before they started journaling or, or writing. And so sometimes, you know, it's really a moment of what would you like to do and how do you want to do it? Sometimes the, um, the, the benefit of doing something like a da- daily structure, um, but you want to take some risks in your day. You can structure and routine with things uh, that are highly important for you. But also, you might also get stuck in a rut when you do that. And that sometimes can make your uh, inner self not feel like you're growing where you're trying to go. Um, sometimes basic certain risks can be healthy and rewarding. So it's, it's really taking opportunity to challenge yourself on maybe taking a, a, a risk per day. And that risk could be talking to someone new asserting yourself in some project, trusting someone, dancing, and setting out a goal that maybe that um, is pushing you out of your comfort zone. Another thought would be to live in the present. You know, mental health tends us to become challenged when we are sometimes um, finding that or feeling that other people did something to ourselves rather than taking on the responsibility of what we're doing or creating in the now. And um, it's good to hyper-focus or to be present without hyper-focusing on either the beginning or the future or the past. Another thought would be to be a bit introspective and you want to avoid coasting through life without assessing yourself. For instance, um, you want to ask questions like, um, am I resisting something that I should be doing anywhere in your life? Um, it is uh, helpful to step back sometimes and consider where your thoughts and your feelings and behaviors are coming from. And you might, you know, is you might ask yourself too if if you're present with with your thoughts, is that thought helpful? Is that behavior necessary? Is there a better option? And the idea here is to have it so that um, you end up uh, being present with yourself. Laughter is really important, too, in life. Um, sometimes we take life too seriously. And what we want to do is have a sense of humor in a way that we can approach the day or events of the day with a not quite such a, a um, 
serious um, process going on. And uh, some of this, he says, is rather simple, but you know, this is um, where we can actually have opportunity to try something with some funny movies, um, playing games like charades or um, having something simple that you can actually not have to be thinking too much about. We also want to determine our personal values because that also gives ourselves an inner GPS system. That, and that really helps guide us through choices that we have to make in our lives. Helps us to also make right decisions and keep us on track. Um, knowing and living your values will also give you a better sense of balance, confidence, and fulfillment. It's also helpful to notice and maybe basically identify what you feel are your individual strengths. And when you use your strengths, you're also helping yourself feel energized and empowered. Um, and so essentially, it's really an opportunity to explore new things or take a look at something that maybe you're um, not sure is actually hap happening. And so it is a, a way to be able to um, empower yourself with being um, in process and, and thinking about things. You also want to keep tabs on your thoughts. And sometimes we might be caught in a vicious cycle of negative thoughts. Some people can get into a big argument with somebody and that filters and, and basically um, helps to run all of your other processes in your life. And if you're in a big negative cycle, um, that really can be very uh, dangerous for yourself that you get stuck in that kind of an attitude of, about yourself or thought processes or other areas of your life might become out of balance. So we want to also take a look at what things don't feel true to ourselves or that, you know, they could be things that we want to change. And so some of this self-monitoring is uh, maybe a bit more challenging than we start out thinking, but um, we want to ask ourselves, um, how can we do this and do it in a way that we're feeling it's going to help us so that we're not um, really just getting lost in something. And that's, that's very important. So we can do this by practicing, start with, you know, a couple of questions for yourself to reduce your negative thoughts. You can um, shift into a different mindset by practicing gratitude. You'll find yourself shift your overall outlook and it can actually have a form of perspective. Um, and this helps to give yourself something to think differently about. And when you make a list of some of these gratitudes, maybe start with the early morning and say, okay, what am I thankful for this morning? You can also look at ways to um, have reasons why you're grateful for the these three things. Maybe the, the reasons might be a surprise to yourself. Um, and when you look for these surprises, sometimes the unexpected prizes um, are like, wow, um, I'm excited because I have a, a south-facing window and I get the sun. And different days have different sunshine coming through. And it, it really is sporadic, but it's also very interesting when you pay attention. Um, and when we do this, we're also discovering 
um, a part of ourselves that we can actually zoom in on that says we're inspired by this sunshine. And we find that also can help uh, get it around in uh, changing some of the thoughts and, and ways that we deal with something. We want to also take the time to consider our passions or maybe rediscover a passion. And that's important when we are also saying, okay, well, we have passions in a lot of different ways and we can um, take one of the passions and possibly we're talented with something we haven't discovered for a while or maybe it's been um, a full new discovery. When you try something new, it's sometimes a total surprise. Um, we want to also find that in the mornings we do something that makes us happy first thing. Uh, sometimes I um, am on autopilot and a lot of us operate on autopilot not really knowing that we are. So when we start our day, maybe uh, take some, a moment to pause and really become present with your environment and with yourself and start your day off with writing yourself a positive note and say, okay, well, I'm totally in gratitude for a certain thing and that, you know, here it is and this is how I want to observe it. That also, when you put your thought down on paper, you're becoming interactive with it and it can actually have an effect on what you're um, telling yourself too as you're describing something and it can change a mood or change your outlook. Sometimes we have different things in our lives that we might call a rotten egg or we feel like you know something drags us down and um, we can be affected by different things. Some of us are more into the news or different uh, levels of um, observation than you know, might be healthy for ourselves, but it's really an individual choice. And when we know that we're uh, affected by certain things, sometimes we need to not be doing them or maybe just have a higher perspective and surround ourselves with a lot of different things um, than what we might be normally doing. Our surroundings can affect our well-being. And so we want to create um, surroundings within our homes and within our spaces that can be positive and um, it, you can do things in different ways with positive scents and sounds different kinds of music and some of that too can change the mood of the space um, it might change how people relate to each other and it also is uh, interesting that some of this can be an inspiration so that as you're moving through this list of questions or actions or being in an attitude, you're going to affect others. It's like a dropping a pebble into a pond. You know, you're you're going to be sharing all kinds of observations and actions and having an effect it can be really interesting if you um, are inspired to make things happen and as you inspire yourself, you're going to be inspiring others that also help to um, break through the, the process around you. Um, so there's inspiration in a different set of things and um, it comes back to how are we being? Are we being um, in a different moment? Uh, each day we, we start our process in different ways. And some people like to um, take the 
maybe the five minutes or ten minutes in the morning first thing and, and really do meditation. Meditation is uh, not a new thing. A lot of people have a uh, feeling of it being uh, complex. Um, how do we look at it and how does that practice work um, in our process every day? Are we scheduling it? And sometimes we feel like maybe it takes up too much time because we're trying to control it and we're trying to be doing it just perfectly and we don't really relax at it. But um, when we look at it from a different perspective um, where we're practicing something, mindfulness that is wide open in our minds, and it's like three terms right here could be really an effect of having something wide open objectionless and effortless. This is really available and we can refer to it as um, as needed to as a comment of being naturally aware. So you're really in this sense not focused on the anxiety we might put in ourselves if we're not comfortable just doing meditation but we're looking at it as focusing on awareness itself rather than all of the things that we're doing trying to get there. And when we try too hard, we're also finding that we're focused on things and focuses on things sometimes go a different direction than what, where we want to actually go. So we're, we're really looking at a um, process here called natural awareness and it can really elicit a profound way of well-being. When we experience this, sometimes we find different kinds of experiences, and that's where it becomes interesting as we're taking a pause and um, taking our space that we're uh, in and really taking that as more like a, a standard experience. Now, on that note, we're going to take a pause, and we will be back shortly. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. 
If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. And today we're doing um, kind of a uh, check-in with ourselves and just being, practicing presence, just being. And we're talking a little bit about something that's called a mindfulness practice. And that is something that can get confusing too. It's uh, more or less a trendy word uh, having to do with our practice of meditation and how we interact with it. Uh, meditation can actually be quite soothing, and um, you don't really need a whole lot of time or effort to do this. Um, we are looking at it from a wide-open, objectless, and effortless perspective, whereas a lot of uh, the um, processes that people tie into, they feel it's complex and, and that it's complicated to get in there to do that. They try to focus too much on the things like the breath and, and to-do. It's almost like a to-do of some kind of thing that's supposed to be more like to be. And uh, when we take the being mode and really take a look at it, our, our practice can be um, felt in a whole different way. Um, and we call it natural awareness. And when we focus on this natural awareness, uh, rather than all of the, the to-do things that we're trying to get the, to that awareness, it's really a profound way of well-being. So when we're practicing this, we're, we can sometimes experience a lot of different specifics, too, um, that get ex- us excited. You know, we're not coming at this from a complicated perspective. Um, our minds can be feeling completely aware and undistracted, and the the essence of this is you don't really have to do anything to make yourself aware. Your mind is wide open and everything feels like it's just passing through. So you're not trying to capture thoughts or analyze certain things or feel like you're um, you know, the, the cop on the corner wanting to help people go somewhere. It's really um, taking and having a wide open perspective and allowing things to go through as they're passing through. Um, We're also aware, but not really uh, intently focused on the different parts of ourselves that that feel aware. We're not analyzing, we're being. Um, Our minds can feel at rest. We're observing things that are around ourselves. And when we observe from this higher perspective, they're all just really happening. We feel like they're all just happening on their own. Um, sometimes we can have a feeling of um, contentment, and um, that inner contentment is a whole different type of feeling um, than if you're connecting to some kind of external condition and feel contentment. So an internal contentment, because you're in the environment, you're immersed in the environment, you're really practicing a very simple way of being and paying attention without an agenda is giving a sense of timelessness and ease. So as you take this whole feeling, it has a different um, effect than when we're in a, a very focused normal. Normally, we're all trying to take our time and be scheduled and really have it so that 
um, we're paying attention, we're, we're doing things as a certain study, we're, we're doing things just right or whatever, but we don't have to be perfect in this process. It's really relaxing and finding the ease of, of something that's already with ourselves. It's important to know that this is possible and you can actually uh, get yourself into a space where you're, you're able to um, have the attention ready to go and, and have it so that essentially the process is, is such that um, you're able to um, practice this, um, just being with things. You know, you're observing them. You can just be with them. We don't have to work hard and um, in this kind of a state of meditative mind, um, we're really ease and we're shifting kind of almost like a, um, if you visualize or you have a lot of uh, association with imagery, think of yourself as riding a bicycle and what you're doing is you're pedaling hard to get somewhere and then you just all of, you just start coasting. It's a decision to start coasting. And you feel other things like exhilaration. You feel joyful. And it can feel less like a struggle. And when you get to that point, you're going to have a lot of different emotions, too. It'll broaden your attention focus and into more of a panoramic attention level. And that's very important because then you're able to be objectionless, which is really a different way to live our lives. And we're moving ourselves into an area that, you know, some people call it, they get into some bliss areas. And that's that's like a whole different feeling too. Wellness is really where we're headed. We're trying to be uh, getting into a state of wholeness. And um, from a being perspective, we're in a state of focus that a lot of us are trying to do too many things and we're very busy and that we're very much um, achieving things in a way, but it's really, this is a wholeness that is really the physical and the mental practice and the um, spiritual of human experience. And wellness itself has some details that um, potentially can help as we understand them. There's really eight pillars of wellness if you want to take a look at it from detail. Um, the first one would be relational. That's how do you connect? How do we connect with others is critical to our own sense of health and well-being. And sometimes we need um, you know, eight to ten touches per day to be mentally and emotionally healthy. No wonder some people feel like they're missing something. You know, this is conflict resolution, social intelligence, and communication. And capacity to be truly intimate is difficult in these times. So we have to be careful that we don't start out with too much um, intention with something that becomes difficult or we approach it from a different perspective. Mental wellness is what do you think? And so it has been shown that we are what we think and we become the product of thoughts that we consistently embrace. Happy people work a lot during their, their days down to the detail where they thought life um, should be, and they try to teach themselves how to think healthy, um, trying to empower ourselves and inspire ourselves. 
And sometimes we feel like we are on some kind of a treadmill. Sometimes we are looking for something like a system that supports us in our dreams and aspirations. There's emotional wellness level, which deals with how do you feel? And emotions are not a thermostat, um, but they're like thermometers and not really the um, issue, you know, issues don't all start with emotions, but, you know, the way we feel about certain things has a huge impact on our motivation, an impact on our actions, our behaviors, and our results. So as we are taking a look at emotional management, we want to look at how-tos within this to help ourselves relax and think in different ways to have healthy emotions. There's also physical wellness, and that has to do with physical health. As our bodies are our temples, we really are responsible for ourselves to take care of it and treat it with respect and tenderness. And if we do this, we're generally going to have a healthy outcome, which will help us lead a more balanced life. Physical wellness leads to focus on healthy nutrition, regular sleep, regular exercise, and self-care. Sometimes we also get wrapped up in spiritual wellness values and how we treat others. The best measure of this is not so much through a religious focus, it's more how do you treat others. It is waking with integrity, honesty, fairness, and compassion. Treating people with respect and kindness, authenticity, practicing gratitude, and selflessness. It's also taking time for the personal reflection and opportunities to meditate and um, be in, in thankfulness. Professional wellness is another one where we, um, what you do, this is not so much being, it's more what you do. And it's really far more than the money you make, but it's also taking a look at it it from a sense of living in alignment with your life and your combination of gifts and abilities, uh, your passions, your education, and life experience is very important in here too, that all of these combine to make you who you are. And it really is, you know, who you are being you know, how you are being with this. Financial wellness is another wellness area. It's what you have. It's not really a certain number of, you know, numbers of what's in your bank or what kind of car you're driving. It's really abundance and how you approach abundance. You're approaching abundance with a mindset of abundance as opposed to something in lack. It's having enough for yourself and also for those you love. And also be able to contribute to the needs of others. What we've been looking at too, sometimes we say, okay, well, we're trying to manage all of these things. And we have to be very careful with that alignment and balancing and what we put ourselves in front of, you know, so we don't get run over. One of uh, Martin Luther King's focuses was community wellness, what you can contribute He said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And when we take a look at this, we also ask questions like, how do we add value and have service to others around us? 
and we have unique we all have unique contributions and um, we also have things that make us happy when we're making our best com- contribution that happiness is something that's very individual different rewards are, are there for ourselves sometimes the rewards aren't very clear until you get really into the what you're doing or maybe you have different types of attitudes about something but Shakespeare wrote poetry you know he would sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heavenly um, earth will praise to go and say oh that was having to do also um, Michelangelo painted and Beethoven composed music so it's really um, taking a look to pause and say here lived a great sweep street sweeper who did his job well for me wellness is really a process in which you build these pillars into your life wellness is the way that you approach each day and what you do proactively to stay healthy holistically you don't want to live in a one-dimensional fashion because you're really not a one-dimensional person so you want to keep a bit of cool in this process and also um not be lining up yourself to pack your toolkit as a as a one-dimensional person there's been identified several principles of happiness and they are pretty much um there are some higher level comments but um you want to focus the first one is focusing on fulfillment and what that means is your concepts around this is um you want to take a look at the greater good. This is really a surefire way to have life in and have it something that um, you want to have a, a focus for yourself and others. The second is coming up with um, spending more time in your values. And what this means is you want to act as if. So you want to hold yourself and say, what happens if I let happiness in? You know, I'm am very happy, and in that in that process, essentially we want to say, okay, we want to act as if we are happy. And some of what's happening too is the um, we can set our own happiness level. And when we say that, we're saying, okay, we want to have something. Sometimes happiness is a skill, but it's like growing happiness under right under our feet, and um, that's also an interesting level process. Um, you want to drive from happiness and have that as a basis. So you're saying, okay, we want to find favorite kinds of happiness quotes, keeping them you know, available for ourselves. You can post them in different places or have them that you can actually be listening to if you, if you find that you know, that helps. But you don't want to fall into a trap that's called if-then. And that's what happens sometimes when you, um, you find you know, a different metaphor for something. Um, you want to have some different uh, quotes that are also right there. But also maybe a dance is, is a life dance or life is an adventure. So you find things that, that mean well in what you're focused on. But you don't want to get stuck if then happens. You can also raise your 
frustration tolerance. What that means is um, when you take a look at something, you can change your focus, your questions, your focus. And so if, if something normally frust- frustrates you at a lower activity, um, say if you're driving and someone cuts you off and you get very frustrated um, and get very uh, aggressive just like them, trying to keep up with them, um, you can change your whole level so that you're finding it. You can just let that go. It's something that is your choice. And um, the one of the biggest ones is point your camera on purpose so that basically you're focused on how your thoughts are helping yourself or not. And your thoughts really can help change your direction you're going. You're, it can help change your feelings and your emotions and how you react to ways or things that happen. And... Um, it's very interesting when you start breaking this down into different concepts and how different things are, are possible. Um, some of it, when we live from a fulfillment perspective, we're finding ourselves able to make choices that uh, when we have actions and certain things show up, we can achieve different things um, and a- ask ourselves, okay, really breaking down from a meaningful perspective. What do you want to be? How do you want to be? Uh, who do you want to be? And what would you like your experiences that you um, normally have show up? A lot of times we don't think of them in terms of from an experience, but a memory is really from your experiences and shows up with different uh, timing sometimes than we think. But the significant maker here is how to add more meaning to really how your your message is for yourself and where you want to go with it. When we look at values and living in a simple way, um, if we take a lot of focused look at how we want to be and we want to be a certain way, then that does require some understanding of your different values so that you can be journeying along in a certain direction and find out, um, oh my gosh, I need to switch this other uh, approach. Uh, really doesn't, it's kind of regardless of the destination, it's really more how do you um, be during during your process. Different levels of things that we had, had said are important. Um, there's simple ways to really improve your level, um, and that's really taking it more from, like we explained, you know, living in the sunshine. Um, sunshine does happen in and around in a lot of frequency. Um, infrequent ways too and there's there's different sunshine effects outside of, of the sun is a smile that's a bit of a sunshine from within yourself and um, really happiness is a decision to be in in a state of happiness and that's where you want to have uh, from your inside out looking from your being um, you want to be happy and so it's understanding a bit more of how to get there. But it's very easy to keep doing things that we think others should expect of us. So we want to take a look inside and find things that really are what we want to be doing. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and a pause, and we will be back shortly. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. 
When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Back to Mindful Space to Pause, and I'm Dee Lee. We're uh, exploring um, how to be, just be. And we're talking about happiness and how to drive yourself forward with happiness. It's really a decision. And this is where you can look from the inside outside and um, be careful that um, you're asking yourself the right questions so that you end up where you're trying to go and how you want to be. Um, it's easy to say, what do I want to do? Um, but we also also want to explore, what do we want to be? And it's very easy sometimes to keep doing the things that we think are, um, we're, we can do um, and that others can expect from us or want us to do. But instead of look, you know, we want to look inside and find things that really do make us happy. And if we do that, we can find more of that. And that usually then shows up in a more uh, definitive way. So as we're doing this, too, we sometimes get into a trap and we fall into that trap. And um, we'll say, okay, I'll be happy or I'll get to this point of being if I get that job or if I get that house or I get... Um, I'll be happy if I get into a certain relationship. But when we, um, it's really easy to put ourselves and our happiness out there instead of um, saying, okay, I'm just being, I'm right here. This is the me now. Um, we know that this happens. We can finally, you know, we can actually, when we're in this state too, we can actually say, okay, we can be top of, we can be top of the mountain. But we're also, when we get there, we might look and see another mountain. And sometimes that is where we climb from one top to the other. Maybe we don't really quite enjoy the process or where we actually have been, or maybe we don't even enjoy the journey. 
So we want to take a step back and, and pause and really connect to our being in a natural way, natural natural awareness, if you can, um, to be now here and and also understand that that this is where you are. And you can choose that you are what you're focusing on. So when you focus on things in your life that lift you up, that's that's really going to help from that inner core. And really knowing that it's the journey and not that, you know, that's the destination totally. But sometimes the journey is all we have. So we want to be able to rise above things. And um, some of the things that drive us into frustration can be very low level energy. And when we take a higher perspective and we want to, then we want to stay there and not be uh, up and down up and down um we can also we can leave we can leave the frustration in different uh, levels and say okay i'm going to raise my frustration tolerance so that it really gives you a different level of a basic happiness and um we know that some of this um insight that we're talking about can be helpful in a, a quick brief moment or less and part of this is ourselves, as we're being um, in this process, we decide not to be frustrated. We are saying, okay, there's certain things that come up that happen anyway, and so I'm going to be in a different mindset and say, okay, these little things that normally you would have frustrated me throughout this whole process are um, not going to be, I'm not going to let them do that anymore. So um, it's... Some of this is some moment-by-moment decision process as we're focusing on what we can control and let go of the rest if we don't have the ability to control something and possibly look for the humor in it. You know, take a look and see if there's humor or maybe there's um, something to learn from. You know, maybe that's part of something that maybe worked um, quickly for yourself and then um, you found yourself a different level of happiness and um, you were moving from one day to the next with a whole different practice process. So the, really the important, the important part here is to practice um, selective intolerance so that you really are living a higher quality level and you can deal with different flow and setbacks. Um, we can point our camera on purpose and really our our camera lens and our eye and our sense is uh, when you do this, you're a director of your own life. And as you do this, you will also be attracting things that um, are things you're focused on. And when you do this, uh, you're going to have more pleasure and powerful choice is, is really a powerful metaphor. It's really easy sometimes to fall down and let go of things that are, are actually working because they may be sporadic, but um, as we're being ourselves and we're in, in natural awareness, we might also be um, watching things around ourselves that unfold in ourselves and also helpful in our processes around us. So as we go through this whole choice of levels and process of being, um, we don't want to be focused so much on the do, do, do as doing this. We want to be um, stop doing and actually create a to-be list. If, if lists are how you 
um, work best to be making changes. The B list is to find out um, for yourself, is that something you want to do? And um, essentially have it so that you have ways to remind yourself to focus on things that um, it's important to say that, okay, I'm going to focus on different ways of having certain things that I don't struggle on or have to remind yourself. Um, it's really the essence of ourselves. So we want to look at some questions and say, okay, well, we have these different things that we focus on. Um, the to-be list would be wh what we want to embrace. You know, questions like, who am I? Qualities that I want to project, how I am. And there's really, that's like um, an initial um, dimension. Uh, there's second dimensions in each category. So like some certain things like affirmations or things that could help um, where you have identities and qualities that you're already uh, doing. The essence of me fundamentally aspects that you might want to consider that you want to have there. You don't want to have things that you want to lose or feel like you would lose or give up on. Some of them are goals and they are what I want ourselves to have aspired to um, so that it's really taking some time to look from a list perspective and say these are different the, this is a different kind of list than the to-do list so when you take a look at the different types of lists you know to-do lists are concrete and specific and each of the items typically you put on the list and you cross it off or you check it off and you move it into a different level. It's, it's more like um, you've accomplished something, you have finished something, and you have a discrete task. So you have an action potential that you're doing something. Um, a lot of times our lists are, are updated daily um, and regularly during the day maybe. Uh, some people have a list that might take a whole pad of paper, but really how you're organizing by day, by project, um, that can determine how long different lists are. A lot of times it's good to have a short list and then keep a like a subsidiary level that you can be putting on it, but this helps you organize so you're feeling accomplished at the end of the day. Um, the to-be lists um, are a bit more abstract and imprecise. And they can also be more like um, your direct choice of how you want to be. And, and also, interestingly enough, a lot of what's on the B list, you don't check off or draw a line through because really your being is you. And <clears throat> how you direct your, your behavior and shape your different decisions then in theory also are your being that end up on your to-do list. So sometimes it's a good idea to take stock in yourself and look at it from the idea that um, as you're looking at yourself in an annual way, maybe uh, how you've changed, you know, what do you want to make adjustments to? And when you look at this, it's um, going to help you look towards the future, but be also careful that you want to be doing this today. Um, they're not going to, the lists don't incorporate all that you are. It's really something that's short and important for you to be focused on. So it's, it's interesting because it um, requires some self-reflection. And we think about different categories of 
areas in our life, but um, some of the questions would be, how do you describe yourself? What do you, you know, that's a general question. Um, are we focused on different kinds of things? You know, what kind of a broader category might be helpful. And uh, essentially, do you have identities with uh, different adjectives like uh, caring person, kindness? Uh, these are qualities that possibly you want to have in your vocabulary or have them as understanding what they mean. So how do you spend your time? In your to-do list, You're really that's really... Um, helpful from a source of information, but it's also the to-do list is your focus is you want to get something done rather than, um, you know, from a to-be list, you're, you're maybe going through something that you want to explain, you know, to someone in a different way or explore some, some educational parts. It's really looking at it from a higher level. And when you do that, too, you're going to find it easier to have a subset of things and, and focus on those. And um, as you make changes and only look at things in a different way, um, changes usually take about 21 days to make changes. So you'll have some, some ideas of where you're heading and you make a change and you work on it and go on to the next thing. I realize only in hindsight the moments I've missed. The things that you can learn from nature are limitless. You can learn to respect and admire, emulate her ways into your life. So go out and explore Mother Nature has a lot to offer. Start this journey now. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And on that note, we're going to take a pause. And we hope that all your, your beingness shows up in different ways in your life and in your, your focus. And um, you find space to pause. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.